All righty then. Welcome in week 11 of the churn. It's your co-host, the commish alongside me as always, Connor Bods. Good evening, sir. How do you fare? I am faring well. I think that's <laughs> the proper way to answer that. Oh um, no, he did it again. What? I'm telling you, I asked you, I asked you last week. I'm always good, Joe. I'm always good. I'm happy to be good, talking to my friend, fine. happy to be doing the pod. I'm always doing well. All right. Now, we, we, if we're talking about things that are not good. In your background, we see all these Charger uniforms. Come on. We need, we, no, it's not about the Chargers. It's not about the Chargers. It's about your quarterback and his haircut. My Lord, that thing is horrendous. How does an NFL quarterback, how was he allowed to get that haircut? Well, his mother had to have texted him and said, like, all right, you need to ditch the surfer. What is that beard you got going on? Like, you're still my son under this household type thing. Like, I don't know. He got the he's clean shaven. Got rid of the locks. Honestly, he looks just about as you would predict is if I like actually shaved my beard after three years and like got rid Dude, of the I think longer he still, hair. I think he still has like a goatee. No, he's which is like the worst thing. Is he fully clean? Because I was seeing pictures. It looked like he still had like the little chin stubble. I'm trying to see if I can find this picture. Lot nope, of, you're right. He is clean shaven. A lot of acne under he's, there. You know, he hasn't yeah. he hasn't hit that part of the bell curve in his life where he still doesn't look like he should be smashing a 30, 30 rack of uh, natty light in the backyard with your boys. So, yep. I was going to say, it seems it seems more like this would be the con where, hey, we're sharing half a bottle and we're all getting really <laughs> drunk off. But that's what he looks like. He looks like he's in high school. He looks, he looks like, like he's guys. drinking Ciroc in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I did Red, too. But. Red Berry, Red Berry Ciroc. Um, yeah. Yep. It's it's, uh, it's the turn week 11. We're talking bad haircuts. We're probably going to talk about a lot of funny news this week. Football's been a, a little brutal to watch. Every other play is a penalty. People are Especially still if you're a Texans fan after that Hopkins play. James Robinson had another touchdown called back. That cost me another another win this week. How are you doing fantasy wise? Let's let's kind of do a let's do a little brief intercession here. How are your leagues doing? We're ten weeks in. He's holding his so, head. Joe, there are three leagues that we talk about on this podcast, correct? Correct. Correct. So Monday night football, Adam Thielen was playing. Ever heard of him? I like that guy. He catches footballs yes. and he runs. Yes, good he routes. Does. yes, he does. Yes, he does. He's very fun. He's pretty cool, too, for like a white guy. Like he he, he makes us seem pretty cool. Now, my issue with him is that I have him in one league and I was playing against him in another. Mm. He managed to score enough points to pretty much single-handedly beat me in the butter association while simultaneously not scoring enough for me to win in melting pot. So I lost by 0.2 points. Ooh, what was that again? How much? 0.2. So two yards, two yards total. Turns out that starting a guy named uh, Darnell Mooney, who has Nick Foles as his quarterback, not a great decision. Not, Mm. not great. So didn't have a, didn't really have a good week overall. Um, how what are your you records? What are your records in these three leagues? Um, I think across the board, like right now in the butter, I am five and five. 
I got to get my dynasty one. So in melting pot, I am four and six. Yep. Four and six there. And then in dynasty league, I'm three and seven. Okay. So overall, not great, but trending upwards, I would say, but not, <laughs> not, ideal. Uh, not great. Not good. Some people but say good, good, not great. It's okay. Good, but we're getting better. Okay. Yeah. All right. Getting better every day, like the real giants, which by the way, since they started winning two in a row, my, all my fantasy teams have now since crumbled. So I just can never have it line up where the giants are good. And I'm good at fantasy at the same time, but they're that not good yet. Too- Let them get to five. No, I know. I'm not saying they're good, but it's like, okay, now all of a sudden they want to put together a little win streak. And all the momentum, all the good juju I had going and like the butter's gone and like I'm just losing it in all my other leagues. So do you think that six wins makes the cut for a division win there? I'm asking for a friend, a.k.a. myself. I have them at I I took them at pretty good odds to win that division. And that actually might come back and hit. Do you think six wins gets get this? I'm gets it done? bringing up the Eagles schedule right now because I think it comes down to them. So You're not worried put- about the Cowboys or the Redskins? No, no to either. Um, I'm not worried about the fighting football team or the Garrett Gilberts or Andy Dalton's not, not worried about them. So I will say though, the Eagles schedule is significantly harder than the giants. I think mm. they got the Browns too. I don't think is a, I, like, I don't think that's a, a win by any means. I think the Browns are a solid football team. Um, then they play the Seahawks, the Packers, the saints, the Cardinals followed up with the Cowboys in the football team to end out the season. So where I think what's going to help them a lot is that tie that they had against the, against the Bengals. So Hmm. turns out punting that football from the 40 yard line might've been a good decision for them long-term to help win that division. Yeah, that makes sense. You bring up a good point about the Browns. That's my stream of the week redraft wise or leagues that have a a defense. I think they're going to eat. Carson Wentz's lunch, five sacks, and then they're going to control the ball on the ground, 200 yards total team rushing, two rushing touchdowns, and they they might win that game 20 to six. Yeah, I was going to say, I what's the over-under in that game? Because I might be – I'm probably going to lean under there. It's probably um, going to be a little bit lower too. Yeah, I have a feeling it's probably going to be like low 40s for the total. It's for, uh, Actually, it's 47 and a half. Like, that's relatively high. What's the line? Um, Cleveland by three and a half. Wow. And they're home. Yeah. Interesting. Shower. Maybe. Dude, it's going to be bad weather again. Vegas doesn't Insane. like them as much as, uh, as much as we do on the pod this week. No. And I think it's also just because people may not buy in completely yet to, um, in a Baker. Hmm. Well, he's got plenty of time to still do his commercials. He's with his uh, with your buddy Barkley. You know they're making a lot of commercials happen this year, which has been very yeah. good for them. All right. So Herbert's haircut. We got Giants football yet again. Good tweet. Field Gates let out a little bit earlier. The Bears, who we talked about, they're bringing in Deshaun Kaiser for a workout on their bye week. You you like a guy like Darnell Mooney? But that's just a terrible – there's a lot of terrible quarterback situations in football. It's really a shame that, like, you can't get – you can't get one guy that's, like, going to be good. And do you know – so I follow some of the Barstool Chicago guys, and they tweet about the Bears a lot. They've been talking about how – I guess Mitch got hurt 
because he came in for one play to run like a wildcat style play and he hurt his throwing shot saw it he yep it was not yeah so not pretty yeah i didn't know that um it, it's just very funny the bears i don't have like a second favorite team the bears though i do enjoy watching their football and they're at that point where it's like a family guy joke where it's like so bad it's funny where they just keep doing it over and over again long enough where it's funny <laughs> like the bears just in like ineptitude on offense now at first is like kind of annoying but now it's just funny like just how bad they are to watch you see him on monday night football and it's like if akeem hicks didn't get hurt by the way that game would have been even like more low scoring like i don't think the uh the vikings would have been able to move the ball in the second half like they did um but yeah, I do not envy any Bears fans. They're in the awful position where the defense is too good right now for them to be able to draft a good quarterback. Now, mm-hmm. there's a potential for there to be four to six, I think, first round quarterbacks this year. So maybe they will be in the spot where they can draft one, but I do not envy them. That's a good point by you. Our resident scout, quarterback scout, Connor Bods, is projecting six. First round quarterbacks this year for you, Dynasty Addicts, Super Flex Leagues. I think quarterbacks are probably going to go earlier than your Dynasty. Yeah, no, for sure. I think in your league, we're going to see. I think Trevor Lawrence is a locked in number one pick in Super Flex. At, le- at least that's what I think, especially if it's, let's say, I don't know, Marty or who. I think Luke has Marty's first round pick, actually. It's going to be, um, why, why don't you put a pin in that? Do some research, take a look, find out. Cause that is definitely important to take a look at. We're getting close, you know, just to kind of bring up that like just Marty's two and eight, but you don't have your first round pick. That's a big swing and a miss there. Luke might be fighting for a playoff berth at four and six in the melting pot with a potential number one overall pick for next year. A lot of good storylines that we're going to be getting into in the games, but don't want to neglect resident electric factory Kyler Murray in that finish to that game on Sunday. What are your thoughts when uh, when you saw that? And don't tell me you didn't see it live. <laughs> I did not see it live because I watched ah. Red Zone on. No, 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 because I watched Red Zone on the Fire Stick, so it's always delayed by a player two. But no, I did see it live when it came up on my on my stream. Um, that was insane. I think I may have honestly lost to Wayland because of that play. I could be wrong. Um, I'm going back through cause it's just hitting me now. He beat, he beat me by 10 points and he had Hopkins. So how long was that touchdown catch? Would you say? Uh, it was 55 air yards. Yep. So that, that plus the touchdown that beat me was that play. Um, which, just clicked with me now that that's how I lost this weekend. So that's tough. Um, but I love watching Kyler Murray. The I don't think I'll ever get sick of it. I loved Kyler coming out of college. I was a little confused by the uh, Kingsbury hiring coming out of Texas Tech, where I never thought he really was that good of a – they never had a winning record. Right. Him. He, right. He had Mahomes. He had Baker. Like, he had good quarterback play, but – I, I don't know. I I'm surprised at this level though that Kyler's playing at. But it's kind of him himself. He makes a play out of yeah. everything. Like he's like early career Russ right now. 
I think he's he might even be a little bit more fun because I think he takes a, a few more chances. Like I feel like early career Russ was very like he was a lot more um, conservative. Like he took the shots and he took the risk when he needed to. But he um, why are you showing me a picture of it? DraftKings said, who is this wrong? Wrong answers only. It's a picture of Justin <laughs> Herbert, by the way. And he, he doesn't look happy about it. No, he doesn't. But when does he ever really look happy? He's a happy kid. He's he's playing on his home, his, you know, his hometown team, not hometown team, but like his childhood his team. Favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, and and we were back on Kyler. Sorry, I had to interrupt there. Just scrolling through Twitter, looking for some news, you know, just as we're as we're going through here. Uh, I will say I do feel like we are missing a big piece of news um, in the NFL world, which I think is a Drew Brees injury. Did you see that play that he got hurt on? Yeah, it did not look good. Did you think that – did you listen to what the broadcast was saying about the hit, like Mark Schlereth? No. So he was saying, like, if that hits a penalty, then, like, quarterbacks should not be considered football players. He's like, he this defender did everything right. He hit him on the side. He landed on the side. He didn't put his body weight down. But because Breeze is six foot tall, if that, he just, like, ragdolled him. So I don't know if I agree with that. Um, the hit, though – Brutal. So for anyone who doesn't know, um, five fractured ribs and a punctured or collapsed lung for Drew Brees. So we're not going to be seeing him for a few weeks, which I think means for the rest of the fantasy season, it's going to be Jameis's show. Which thank <laughs> Here we God. go. Buckle I'm, up. I'm so happy. If you're a Michael Thomas owner too, you have to be happy. I think at least. I, it, I think Jameis, I think Jameis is better than Brees right now in terms of a fantasy quarterback. Yeah, he's not going to get them. He's not going to lead them to the Super Bowl, but I can't wait. Sunday, Winston, first pass, pick six, three touchdowns because he's playing from behind all game. I miss those days. Yeah, and that was – I think we forgot how bad we had it last year. I never – I honestly truly thought they were going to keep him. Like I thought they were just – yeah, I thought the Bucs were going to re-sign him and just like, hey, we're going to do this thing every year. Um, I get why they didn't. I mean, Brady is definitely an upgrade in terms of real football, um, but obviously we care about fantasy more on this show. Yeah, so we, no sure. real football up in here. Both our real football teams no. are in bad, bad Stink. spots. Yeah. Stink. Did All you, right. I, one other thing, though. I don't know if this is worthy of being on the podcast. Did you hear about this Giants offensive line coach? No. Did I? The more Giants. Giants. Here we go. <laughs> Hold on. No, this is kind of a funny story. So the last two weeks, the Giants offensive line has been playing better, which is because Joe Judge has actually been at their practices, like working with the offensive line. And I guess he wasn't happy with the performance of the offensive line coach who they then decided, hey, we're going to bring in like a consultant to you and like have this other guy who's like this renowned offensive lineman coach um, come in kind of be your assistant and supervise and I guess the offensive line coach like lost his fucking mind on Joe Judge. Like summer reporters are saying that they got in a fist fight and that it got physical and that he was calling him like I think the filthiest name you can call someone in the English language was the exact tweet from Kim Jones. Wow. Um, so yeah, Did he get fired. Giants, oh yeah, no, Joe Judge fired him on the spot. Fired like, guy. Gone. Yeah. So fired I don't know. I, I saw Rappaport uh, tweeting about that today, so I wasn't sure if that came across your. Uh, across your timeline at all today, come across your table. 
No, it was one of those days that did not end from start to finish. It felt like I was left in limbo and I just wasn't doing a lot of scrolling. I wasn't really doing a lot of anything. So if anybody from work is listening, don't mind me. Didn't do much of anything, but yeah, just one of those days did not catch that news. Uh, I did catch the Deshaun Kaiser news for the Bears, and obviously I'm excited about Winston. Yeah, just stuff like that. But other than that, I'm really ready to just dive in. It's week 11. I'm getting excited. Playoff pushes are here. We're going to be diving into races galore, trade, bonanza. It was a good week. We got a couple more good weeks coming. You ready to go? Yes, sir. All right. Quick break. We'll be back for the melting pot. All right. Welcome back to the churn. You know what it is. Kamish and Connor Bods. Favorite part of the show. You know what it is. Electric factory coming through the lightning round. Melting pot. Hit it. And game one, Shane O'Mac, four and six. They get a big win over Drunk JD, 143 to 133. Drunk JD falls to seven and three. Marky P, bye, you boys. Squeaking by 109.42 to 109.22. That's the co-host Connor Bod's heartbreaking loss to get to four and six. Steal the show 120 over Marty Bird Enterprises. 75 points. Trouble in paradise. They're two and eight in the first year. Bill Cosby sleepers staying alive. Big upset win over New England Death Knights. 130 to 101. Last up. Nope. Next up. Team Perkis 193. The show goes on over 142. APD, you let me down again. That's a three game schneid. They're at five and five. And TK Yard Work, like I said, they bagged them. They cleaned up the leaves. They bagged them up 144 to 84 over always up to something. They were up to nothing this week. They're five and five. Welcome back to the show. Big trade just happened. It's melting pot. Yes. So do you want to just get right into this trade? Right into the trade. We've been talking about Adam Thielen. I don't know if people could understand like the, the foreshadowing that we did. You know, we, we talked about him a little bit. Maybe we didn't do it enough. Adam Thielen, he's on the move. Welcome to Drunk JD Enterprises. Glad to have him here. I wish he was on the show with us. That would be nice. That'd be really big for uh, ratings. Um, yeah. So for anyone who somehow I was listening to this, but did not see the trade. I gave uh, JD Adam Thielen in return. He gave me his first round pick Paris Campbell and a 2023 second round pick, which is mine. So in reality, I mean, for me, I just, I saw the writing on the wall. I've been trying to kind of hang on this year, falling to four and six. I've had three of my last four games under 110 points. It just, I don't think it's my year. I don't think I have a strong enough roster to compete with like the likes of your team, TK yard work, team Perkis. Like, I just don't think I have the, I don't have the roster for it. So it sucks. Um, having to trade away a guy like Thielen. I mean, he's been probably my most consistent player outside of Mahomes. Um, So it sucks, but you gotta sometimes make these tough moves when your uh, season probably isn't going the way that you uh, wanted to. Yeah, and I think on my side, the way that like guys like Team Perkis, their score and TK Yard work two big, big time teams over the salty Parmesan division. Perkis nine and one, a one point 
uh, no, TK Yardwork at seven and three is a one point lead for points in that division. I'm hanging on to a thread, 1570 points for this year. We know there's a little bit of a payout there. You're chasing that points title. It's important, but I think just more importantly, playoff times, these matchups are going to be huge. There's going to be no luck involved. You need to put your 10 best out there. Hope for the best. Adam Thielen gives us a great chance to, to, to win your one picking up an asset I mean, like that. Especially, I mean, with what you gave away, I mean, none of those guys were playing for you this year. I've given like, up back on. Okay. Sorry. I meant in the Thielen trade, like in this specific trade, like Paris Campbell, a first round pick and a second, like, None of those guys are were really going to be affecting your run this year anyway. Right. So, and the better you do, the lower your first round pick is going to be. So, I think it's one of those trades that kind of benefits both parties. Where for me, uh, I'm just probably looking to add some more pieces to my team. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a pretty fair trade on on both sides. I, I'm not. I'm not too upset about it. I did what I needed to do. Um, I think my wide receivers now are definitely weakened. I mean, I pretty much have Boyd and a bunch of nobodies right now. Um, but we'll see going forward. I mean, maybe Harry becomes something. I have Odell on IR. Darnell Mooney has been looking okay. Van Jefferson I have some faith in. So we'll see. I think it's a ways to go, though, for me to have, like, my final finished roster, though. Yeah. It's going to take a take a year for you to figure that out, I think. A year or two. I, I think, yeah, I don't think this is going to be one of those overnight things where I think I do have the two most difficult pieces to get in a super flex where it is Mahomes and Lamar, which is kind of my thinking on draft night was, hey, let me lock in these two guys. It might take me a year, two years, three years to kind of get a dominant team. Um, but the quarterback play for those guys who are so young um, is very important, so. I'm happy with it, um, but would love to be in a situation where I need to keep a guy like Thielen because I just love watching him play. All right. Playoff time's coming. Yeah. Quick quick note. Connor got a game, two games up on me in the picks. He went 10 and 7 last week picking. I went 8 and 9. A little bit of a off week. A couple teams let me down in the picks. That is reflected on the playoff board. We just wanted to go through a couple scenarios of what we're looking at as we approach kind of like the breaking point here. Up at the top, big race for the division, APD, and always up to Sutton. Both of them have really tough matchups. Both of them are five and five. There's a scenario here where we get a team that comes out of that division that's seven and six, maybe even six and seven if things shape up the way that they have been. Yeah, and I mean, if they finish tied, it's going to go to fishing for gold. It's going to go to it's going to go to APD just because of the amount of points for. Like, yeah. I don't see a way how Lenny Al makes up for minus two fifty on points school uh, points for. Like, does it? Does sleeper go into like the playoff? I mean, the division record. I don't think so. Right. No, it goes by no. points for. You can. I think you can edit that though. Mm. Again, your settings, but I don't think it's worth changing now. Maybe that's something you're looking to doing for next year. Okay. Salty, salty Parmesan's team Perkis, they don't quit. Nine and one, heating up again. They're just humming along. A lot TK, of horsepower. Though, it, yes. And I know TK, I was going to get one more point. Say, yeah. TK, seven and three. Then Bayou Boys, 
six and four. They got a commanding spot for that. What is that? The four seed? No, the five seed right behind TK Yardworks. So that second wild card. And then knocking on the door in that division is Bill Cosby sleepers four and six. Last division still got a what do I got a three game lead on the Pepper Jacks. I can clinch that division in week 11 with a win this week. That's nice. That's got to be a nice feeling, especially now when you're adding in Dean Lennon. I mean, we'll look ahead to the matchups when we see it, but you got a nice juicy matchup this week against your brother. How does the, uh, I want to talk about that sibling rivalry during the, uh, the matchup preview. Yeah. I don't know if there's really too much of a, a rivalry right now. Right now there hasn't been too much of uh, not too much talk, you know, he said, you get a free win this week. And I said, well, I thought I had a win last week. This is a little bit of dig, a little bit, a little bit of a dig at Shane's roster. I thought I had a win last week. And then my team just absolutely pooched, got a text from him saying, dude, we're trying to tank. Why are you, why are you losing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't put the guys out there. They're playing their game you and play I'm to just, win the game. I'm watching from the TV at home. I have no, I have no power over what the hell happens on Sundays, but in the wild card race, now this is where things are going to get really murky. One, two, three, four teams at four and six, and they are chasing down APD and Glenny like you wouldn't believe. Both of them with unbelievably tough matchups this week. There could be a situation where we have four, five, and six teams. Connor's having a heart attack on the other side. What is going on there? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, he's good. All right, he's good. A lot of teams that could potentially be five and six. This show is not ending until week 13, Monday at 1130, at 1130. Yeah. No, this is a uh, fun uh, fun couple games we have coming up here with everyone being four and six. Um, and that, that means you're in it still? No, I know I am. I just, like I said, under 110, three out of my last four weeks. It's just I'm not really going to be able to gain anything, I think, in the points four. Um, I mean, MJL has like the death Knights have like a hundred over a hundred point lead on me four and six. I mean, if you're looking through Shane has a decent amount of points on me as well. So I just don't, if I get in great, I mean, cause I don't have my first round pick, so that's fine with me. I'm not like out here trying to tank actively or anything like that, but just making smart moves, I think for my team's future. So if I keep winning, uh, You'll see no complaints out of me. <laughs> All right, let's dive in. So a little bit of a, a different format. I'm just going to run through the game matchups. Let's pick the game of the week, and okay. then we'll, we'll we'll dive into our picks here. Game Got slate, it. week 11, 7-3, junk, junk, drunk, JD. On the drunk. road. No, I'm not drinking. <laughs> Steal the show. They're 3-7. and seven. Worst team ever versus Bill Cosby sleepers. Both teams four and six. That's a playoff game. It is. Death Knights on the road. Bayou boys four and six at six and four. Must win territory for the Death Knights. Marty Bird Enterprises two and eight against Shane O'Mac and studs are us. Apparently they're tanking, but they're one game out of the wild card at four and six. APD. On the road, TK Yardwork five and five at seven and three, and then always up to Sutton. On the road, Team Perkis nine and one. I think our game of the week falls on fishing for gold and TK Yardwork. Do you agree? I would agree. 
You would agree. He likes mm-hmm. it. So if I am sorry, I'm just bringing up the matchup right now. So just give me one second here. So I don't know in that game, I'm leading yard work, but you know, that's been my team all year. Like I've been very high on their roster. Um, I think APDs just kind of run into a tough, they're due. That's all I'm going to say. They're, they're due. I mean, they have a lot of points for, they're only five and five. They're due to get some breaks. I think going their way. Um, but I think TK just has a better, better roster straight across the board. And I mean, we talked about it in the pregame. I think Cook is in the pregame. Smash again. Yeah. I think <laughs> Cook is going to smash again against Dallas. I think Dallas's defense. I think last time we saw them against Pittsburgh, I think that was maybe a little bit more of a mirage where the Pittsburgh Steelers weren't as up for the game because I think they may have heard, hey, look, it's the Cowboys. You're going to, you're going to smoke them. It's Garrett Gilbert. Um, yeah, exactly. I just think that. TK is just a very, very like good team all around, and I'm picking him because of that. What do you got? What's your pick here? I got TK. I can't be let down three weeks in a row. I really give that team a lot of credit. They started off really hot, and it's a team that we weren't high on. It was we were thinking more of your Jeff Fisher. TK. I thought I thought no 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 TK. I'm talking about APD because I'm saying they they let me down three weeks in a row. Now they're getting into that Jeff Fisher territory where they're five and five. There's a there's an outcome here where they don't finish over 500 if they don't get it together. They're projected a lofty 167. Yeah. Yard works projected a healthy 164. So I I'm going TK. They're chasing two games back on Team Perkis, but there's still a, a, a scenario where they could win that division there. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you got to be rooting for that too, because then I think that's going to give you a bit of a leg up then on the number one seed if that happens. Like if yeah. Perkis starts losing out, then I mean, that's going to help you a little bit. But I think, you know, two game lead, no matter what, on the two seed, we'll be happy with a, a bye no matter yeah. what. We got to give the boys a rest true. eventually. You know what I mean? True. true All true, right. True. Quick, uh, quick little shit bowl, Marty, two and eight. Studs are us. I don't know if we have to cover too much here, but like we're saying with these four and six teams, if you win out, you're in the dance. He's hey, one win away from getting right back on track here to get to five and six. Yeah. And um, I think he's going to win. He's my pick. I'm, I'm taking studs are us. I think that they get back on track here. And I think that they keep making that push towards the playoffs. Agreed. They're going to be right back in it. So that's, that's two games. All right. Big, big spread here. Team Perkis, always up to something. Do you think they'll be up to nothing again this week? Yep. <laughs> there's a I little, do. there's a little pod ri- rivalry there between the the commentary from Al and and Connor's little smirk he just gave me. I think he might be rooting against always up to something here. I don't know. What am I seeing? No, I just think that Perkis has. I mean, they're nine and one for a reason. They have the best team in the league. Now after that Thielen trade, who knows? I just, I mean, okay. Well, you went through this earlier. Herbert, Jameis, Herbert. I think I would take Jameis there, but that's fine. Swift, Connor, give me Swift. Josh Jacobs, Alexander Madison, give me Jacobs. Mike Williams, Tim Patrick, give me Mike Williams. So, I mean, you're just working your way down. I mean, Juju, Tyreek, give me Tyreek. Tanyan, Hawkinson, give me Hawkinson. Claypool, Alshon, give me Claypool. Mike Thomas versus CD, give me Mike Thomas. 
Mike Davis versus Zach Pascal, give me Mike Davis. Rogers versus Drew Locke, give me Rogers. Like I, that's majority of those guys are all Perkis guys. That's so. just that's just math. Now the only way, which we might get, we might hit on a little bit later, would be if Tyreek just goes insane on Sunday Bazooka night against land. the Raiders. For anyone who doesn't know or hasn't really been paying attention, all the Raiders are pretty much on COVID list. Their whole defense, yeah, is on the COVID list, and I think eight of their starters are on there now for being close contacts with Cleveland Furl, who tested positive. And so they're saying as soon as these guys can come back or Sunday, so they're not even going to get any practice. And who are they playing? Oh, the Chiefs coming off a bye, who the Raiders beat for the Chiefs' only loss on the season. So this could be a Mahomes absolute monster blowout game. And blowout game? Yeah, and we're going to see – Tyreek reaped the benefits of that. So Sunday night football I, too. You can't even put that. Yeah, that, everything is everything is pointed towards it being a big Chiefs game. I'm still taking Perkins. I think the 162 to 125. That's a bit of a disrespectful spread. I, I think it's going to be much closer. I, I think he covers. All right, here we go. Let's go. Let's go. Death Knights on the road, four and six. Bayou boys, a little bit of a surprise here. Six and four. I mean, one win. Do you think they clinch a wild card at seven and six? Dude, they'd be seven and four. Yeah. I mean, you got to think so, right? And and this is a team that's uh it's not flashy. I'll give you, I'll tell you that. Melvin Gordon, Daryl Henderson, Sammy Watkins, Mike Evans, Zeke is not flashy, Baker's not flashy, but they have put together six wins average points for, but that doesn't matter right now. Cause he's got a two game. Just win. Just win, baby. Just win. I, I, who are you picking? I actually have Mike Lucas though. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying all these nice <laughs> things. I actually have the other guy. Yeah. I had I, to have the other guy. I, I'm on the same page with you. I'm taking the death Knights. I just think it's going to be a bit of a boost going at uh, Derek Carver's Watkins is your super flex spot. I'm taking the uh, I'm taking Death Knights mainly because of that. Mark, if you need a quarterback, let me know. I got a couple on my bench. He needs more picks and he wants them. All right, uh, just saying. <sighs> Playoff game, worst team ever. Bill Cosby sleepers, both four and six. You just lose Thielen. I think I, I think I think I gotta go Luke here. Despite the fact that his team is not. Oh, but dude, what are we saying about Lamar this week? It's Lamar's blow up week. We've been saying we've it said this. Every, we've said this every single week. No, this is the one, dude. The Titans are beatable. I think. I think Lamar goes off this week. I'm. I'm not changing my pick on the fly just because of the Thielen pick. I have it in a question mark here. I'm locking in Connor. Getting back into the race. Do you think I win? Wow, Lamar. I. My wide receiver two right now is currently Demarcus Robinson. So. Well, that's not I, great. No, it's not. I could start Nikhil Harry. That's uh, not great either. No, it's not. <laughs> Darnell Mooney's on by, and I don't want to start any Bears receiver anytime soon. Um, yeah, I'm picking Luke. I do think it's I do think it's a blow up spot. I just don't think I have the horses to compete outside of that and then Boyd. I like horses. I mean, I got Kareem, but mm. yeah, no, I, I'm I'm taking Luke. 
All right. And last game, me, me versus Vin, biggest point spread. Again, projected 170. We didn't get there last week, but Vin's got no quarterback. I'm sure he'll find a way to put Mixon in if he's playing. I don't know if we need to cover too much here, but I'll be taking myself with my new addition, my new my new shiny toy to get to eight and three. I will be picking you with confidence. Wow, uh, there it is. Yeah, with confidence. The oh, one question for I think, you. Question for ahead. you. You love Adam Thielen. How do you think he would do, Justin? How do you think he would do doing Justin Jefferson's uh, gritty dance? Oh, he tried it. How'd it come out? Not great. Okay, not great. That's all I needed no. to know. Yeah, no, 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 not great. No follow up necessary. Just yeah. your average white guy playing football, trying to do. Yeah, yeah. You know. No, he, here's the thing though. Too, I will say, Thielen has some like great swag out there. Like, is, I don't know, it sounds kind of cheesy saying it like that, but no, he. This is not any type of dig against Adam Thielen. I think that he is a very – he's cool. I said this we'll earlier. We'll get him on the show. Cool I think we're going to get him on the show. Yeah, I'd love right. Adam Thielen. He's always welcome. We will we'll – welcome. whenever he wants. He welcomes you. All right. Melting pot, week 11, in the clear. By the way, yeah, I said I'm picking you with confidence. Sorry, I just forgot. So No, you said um, it. Don't worry. All good. We're going to be moving on to uh, – we're going to be moving on here. Quick break, and then it's Connor's dynasty – Mini Bonanza. See you in a minute. What the hell's going on out here? All right, we're back. Quick handoff. It's dynasty time. Right over to Connor Bods. Take it away, sir. All right, what's up, guys? Had a bit of a big weekend. Um, some big wins. Not really any close ones. Um, so I'll start it off at the top. Myself versus Lapia. Lapia, you got the result you wanted. I beat you by about 80. So well done there, buddy. Um, I took him down 165 to 83 to move to three and seven. Mikey falls to four and six. Team Zanny Dell took down Maddie the Tux, beat him 137 to 94. Um, TJ versus JD. That was our closest game on the weekend. Um, it was 98 to 86. TJ moves to nine and one. JD goes to seven and three. Um, I would think this is probably the upset of the week. We had Bracken uh, losing to Team TC. TC takes him down 139 to 98. Little trouble uh, brewing for the uh, for the Brack attack. We'll see. Um, team Kush Gordon just keeps finding ways to win. Take down Luke 108 to 95. Luke goes to five and five. Kush Gordon goes to six and four. And then in our final matchup, Team K Merce. We've been singing his praises now for a few weeks. He's a bit of a dud, um, puts up 69, which would be a nice score, except that he lost and, and lost to Team Deuce, 84 to 69. Um, and I know Deucer made the right decision playing in, playing Boston Scott. I don't know if you saw that. Um, I know I texted him and I said I would not start Boston Scott. He said, bro, it's the Giants. He kills the Giants, and he proceeded to have a 50-yard touchdown run. So nice call on that, Mike. I know we kind of shit on you sometimes here, so wanted to give you props where it was due. You know, um, Boston Scott and great pickup by not, not pickup, great call by, by Deuce. Half of his production, I think is all against the giants, by the way. I don't know if you saw the metric or the stat or whatever. Really interesting there. Um, Russell Wilson, where are you at? Like definitely not getting me where I need to be right now. Um, and to just clarify the, the joke that I made at TJ, is the fact that I acquired DeAndre Swift for a penny 
We all know that Alvin Kamara is good. The joke wasn't about winning or losing last week. I'm still winning no matter what because I have Swift and I got him for free. So <laughs> I know he had a little bit of, of a rebuttal there with Alvin Kamara, but we already know who Alvin Kamara is. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Stand up for your team. <laughs> Get your guys back. I like that. I just want to um, provide a little banter here because I was a yeah. little upset about that. How back. worried? How worried should Bracken be? Well, something that I wanted to talk about again, too. And I don't know if you noticed, too, it lines up with this uh, with the melting pot. The top division like this is the bad one is the bad one. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the NFC East of the podcast of the league. Let's see. Let's take a look at his remaining schedule here. Lupia, not worried. Brack Daddy at home against you. Honestly, not 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 worried right now. Then he gets on the road. Mike Dusler, not not worried. I'm not. I'm not even looking at the panic button for him right now. You're not even months. looking at it. No, I'm not. Oh, and see, I have the glass. I have the. If I'm him, I have the glass case taken off. Well, let's put it this way: You're two games back on a on a bye. Either way, you're in a wild card. No, are you not? Oh, no, fucking Cass is six and four with a thousand points scored. I know, <laughs> just win. He just wins. Um, no, I'm still, I'm still not worried. Okay, I'm not worried about him. I'm gonna. I'm, it's the brack attack. What up? I, like I said, I have the lid off of the panic button. I like that. My hand's not hovering over it just yet, but I've given it some consideration. Um, obviously, I mean, losing that, if he had Dak right now, I think it would be no questions asked. I think he'd be running away with this division. It just is really tough, I think. I mean, and I'm honestly, I'm actually looking through. He's got a boatload of picks. Like he quietly has like a nice kind of treasure trove of Ooh, assets. He's got he's got two. Rumble. Yeah, he's got two first this year. He's got two seconds next. Uh, what's up? You just inadvertently quoted heavyweights, and you've never really seen it. What do we okay. have here in this treasure trove? Oh look, a deli meat. Come on, you don't even know it, and you said it. Okay, I'm actually I'm actually more worried about Luke. Are you? Because of Jonathan Taylor and CEH this yeah. year. Yeah. At five and five. Yeah, but see, I don't think Luke's plan was ever to really like go all in this year, which I could be wrong about. I think good. he was we picked it. No, I know, but I I think that if you asked Luke, he said he would take I think Luke would feels I think Luke feels a little bit more comfortable. And I think that's because I prefer his quarterback situation with Goff, Matt Ryan, and Matt Stafford. Hmm. over okay. Daniel Jones and Derek Carr. I think that he has that kind of – he just has that extra firepower at quarterback, which, I mean, when it's six-point passing touchdowns with one quarterback, it's like they can kind of make or break your week. Yeah. Um, so – You could see that, too, with, like, Russ, when you get yeah. 6,000 turnovers, you, you go nowhere. You lose. You get nothing. Yeah, yeah and so, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be a fun race. Um, I would say after the trade that I made, I don't know how willing I would want to be to be playing my team right now um, to kind of, so to kind of go off of that and go into the next subject, we had some trades this weekend. Um, I'm going to go in reverse order. So yesterday there was a pretty big trade that was done. Um, 
I traded to Mr. Murphy, Juju Smith-Schuster, Cam Akers, Salvin Ahmed, Cass's first-round pick this year, and my second-round pick this year in return for Joe Mixon, LaVisca Chanel, and Darrington Evans. What are your thoughts on this trade, kind of looking at it right now as a as a haul a day later? I did think it was a haul for Kyle Cam Akers is going to be good. I think Dynasty. Are you sure? I think. They love Daryl Henderson. They love Daryl Henderson there. They love Malcolm Brown too. First round pick that's middle of the pack. Second round pick that's not bad. Salvin Ahmed is just kind of like coming out of of nowhere because of injuries. I think he's my guy. A little bit of a little bit of a smokescreen. Juju's still so young. If he's not the guy in Pittsburgh, if they like Claypool and Deontay, I think he could be a good asset elsewhere. I think Miami or Green Bay. You have to really be all in on Joe Mixon to love this trade for you. Not so, everybody is. So which I, don't, I get. I don't know. I think it definitely was a risk on my part. So my reasoning for it was okay, I'm looking forward to next year. I mean, I'm three and seven. Like, I'm just being realistic. Okay, going into next year, before this trade, I had Chris Godwin, Juju Smith-Schuster, DJ Moore, Cortland Sutton, Deontay Johnson. Most amount of wide receivers I can play is four. My running backs behind Josh Jacobs, Rex Burkhead, Carrion Johnson, Rashad Penny. Like, I really don't have any running back options. So did I potentially overpay for a guy who just can't stay healthy and stay in the field? who also has a bad offensive line ahead of him. Yes. Um, But I think that for the value it could provide me next year, going into next year, I mean, if Mixon is my RB2 with the rest of my team, and now especially with my pick, it's probably going to be a top five, top five to six pick. I don't think I'm making the playoffs. I think I can get another impact rookie to add into this team. Um, And LaVisca, I'm high on LaVisca. Um, I think that he has the potential to be – a very good player. I don't know if he's ever going to be like – he's never going to take the job away, I think, from Chark. But let's say they get Trevor Lawrence. That's could be a very, very fun team to watch on that offense moving forward. And that's a guy who I think can can get the ball to him in, in space and help him make plays. Awesome. Well, good recap. I don't have any, any rebuttal to, to that. I think you are – right mindset we'll see what happens yeah no for sure it's definitely a risk um but going back to a trade before that we had ronald jones going to the kush gordons for or sorry leaving kush gordon um Cass is getting back james connor and he's also getting darnell mooney so the trade was ronald jones for james connor and darnell mooney they're getting better i think it's a good trade for Cass. I think I would rather have Ronald Jones and James Conner. Sure. In a vacuum. But I mean, I have Mooney and Melting Pot. I'm pretty high on him. You love I just Moon. Don't love the, I do. We're a Moon podcast. We haven't talked about it in a few weeks. We are very much a pro Moon con, uh, podcast. Ooh, Moon. I actually explained the waning and waxing Jibius to Kyla in the car the other day. I very said, nice. I said, well, listen, there was a full moon on Friday the 13th. If you see that moon, and how skinny it is, we can understand that it's a waning Jibius, and it was at about 24% crescent. Nice. So I, I did explain that in the car, and it got a good laugh. So How are we looking this weekend? 
Uh, I didn't look at the the forecast on okay. Moon, Moon Report. Because, I mean, Will Fuller did – I think he had a decent weekend this past weekend, right? Did he score? Uh, I think so. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We could easily fact check that. But, I don't know. I The straight is just meh. I think TJ – I would rather have Ronald Jones and James Conner, and I think at 9-1 and one, you've got to be making moves, I think, for this year, which rest of the season I'd rather have Ronald Jones. I think he's just on a better offense. Yeah, and James Conner, long term. Uh, I don't know. Is he the guy in Pittsburgh after this year? I know he's a free agent. Can he stay on the field? Can he stay healthy? Like, I don't know. I I could be wrong. I need to support my fellow Connors in the world, but I'm taking I'm taking Rojo in this one. Rojo being as good as he is is a testament to how decimated the running back position is this year. End quote. Yeah, I don't know. I I was buying in on the Rojo hype, and then they traded for um or they picked up for that and i kind of got off that wagon but i mean he's been good i mean he's had he's had a couple bad games but i mean more often than not he's been i would say a hit he's been double digits more often than he's not in ppr if he could figure out how to catch the football he might be a little bit better yeah for sure i mean that 98 yard run though is going to help every single week it's definitely (laughs) going to boost up the numbers yeah it definitely could help every week but even then, I mean, without that, he still had 100 yards last week. He had a 198 scrimmage yards with the 98-yard touchdown. So, I mean, you're, you got to be happy with, I think, with the rest of the effort besides that. Yep. Agreed. All right. You ready to let's make some picks? Into, yeah, let's get into uh, matchups for this week. So, we're going to change things up a little bit. I'm just going to run through. This is how we did it um, last go-around in Melting Pot. Um, but I got myself taking on TC. Currently, projection is 115 to 112 in favor of myself. Bit of a nail biter here for two teams with a very much of a losing record. Um, I think this might be the game of the week. We have Team Zanny Dell taking on Booker. Right now, Booker is projected to win 130 to 126. Hmm. We got you taking on Tucker. Big um, game. You're, yeah, you're projected by three. That's a very good game as well. Marquee matchups, as we say. Yeah. Agreed. So you are projected to win by three, 134 to 131. The Brack attack taken on the P, uh, 141 to 114. Bracken is projected. I don't think that's very surprising. Um, we got team Luke Amiot taking on team K Murphs. Luke projected to win by 14, 124 to 110. Mm. And then we got Kush Gordon taking on Mike Deuce. All he does is win. As the projection is. So I am going to first i think start off with this game between tj and zanny dell i know that you and tucker both probably they you guys both have winning records but sure i'm a little bit more excited for this game uh yeah yeah look it'll, it'll be good to see if tj can get to 10 and 1 dan dell i've been saying he's been putting together good teams in both butter and dynasty all year i'm ready for this game i want let's let's have you go through it and and see what you got yeah, so I'm actually picking Zanny Dell to pull to pull out this upset. I don't know if that's a hot take. We've talked about it last go round. Mahomes, we think he's due for a monster week. I think we're getting that this week. Um, besides that, I mean, it's honestly it just comes down to Mahomes is the reason why I picked him, and I also just prefer Fortinet and Higgins over Balaj and Jones which sure. doesn't make sense after what I just said about Ronald Jones. I just don't like Kalen Balazs. I refuse to believe that Balazs is good. <laughs> he I don't looks know. good you watch the Chargers, but... Uh, that's fine. That's fine. I, just, that's I refuse fine. to believe that he's good. 
Um, okay. I have I have TJ. I'm gonna put the pressure in your court. You keep winning. Eventually it's fantasy football math, something bad. I'm I don't know if I'm putting a curse on you. I'm gonna pick you until further notice. Go out there and get a win. <laughs> no, no analysis of the picks needed. That's where I'm at. All right. Now I'm hoping you do give me a little bit of analysis into your game, though. So I'm, I want you to start off kind of what's your game plan going into this week? What are your thoughts? What do we got? Where am I? What? Um, oh, I'm on week 13. I'm so sorry. Okay. Back to week 11. All right. So, you know, I'm playing my main man, Maddie, the Tux. He's six and four chasing wild card right now behind TJ. Here's like when I'm thinking about analysis, fade Thursday football, right? You can't fade. Okay. So now you can't fade Arizona. You can't fade your Seahawks. My team's not healthy. I haven't had like the full roster that I've, I've put together. Like I've acquired Chris Carson. I've acquired Aaron Jones. I acquired Russell Wilson, Kenyon Drake. Like I I've been factoring in and putting, putting together a team all year. I lost George Kittle. I don't get that consistent play at the tight end position. If, and it doesn't look good. doesn't look like Carson's going to play. I don't know. I don't know if I sneak this one out here. He's got a good lineup. Keenan Allen's a little over projected at 20. Where did I go? Deep breaths. I think Russell Wilson doesn't get to 31, but I think he gets me over 20. Gives me a good, good start on Thursday. I did pick me in a confidence game. I need to get an eight and three this time around yeah i that all makes sense on paper i'm picking maddie the tuck so maddie (laughs) the dubs this week um yeah i'm i don't know i just i'm looking through i I trust keenan a little bit more than hollywood i mean aaron jones against jerry judy yeah aaron jones looks a lot nicer waller versus tunyon give me waller J. Jeff Boyd is a bit of a toss-up. Fuller Ridley, uh, I don't know. I just, I got a gut feeling telling me Maddie the Dubs this week. Maddie the Dubs seven and four would look good on that team. He's put together a good. He's put together a good lineup this year. I'm happy. I'm happy for him. No, no ill will. Winner, win, loser, draw this week. Uh, that's uh, uh, here we go. You know what it Sounds is? Like it's a coach like, who's prepared to lose. It's uh, number SSX tricky where you'd have like enemies and you would have friends on the snowboarding yeah. rank. Um, that's like okay. So like I'm Mac and he's Eddie and we're friends on the snowboarding. Got it. That's an SSX so, tricky throwback. So yeah. no, I know that's why that's why people come to the pod for SSX SSX. SSX. There we go. I got it out. <laughs> that was right. always very hard for me to say. So rolling along here, um, I got myself first TC. This one could be kind of quick. I mean, I'm three and seven. He's two and eight. We don't need to spend that much time. Who do you got? I have. Oh, where did it go? All right. I have TC. I actually think his matchups are pretty decent this week. Uh, for a couple guys, his team overall is not great. Two and eight for a reason, but still, I'm still on. Uh, I'm still on TC this week, getting a little bit of an upset win over you. I'm actually picking myself. I think Kyler is going to. I'm not. See, I'm not trying to fade Thursday night football. I'm not I'm this week. Not this week. I know. I know. But I, I'm in. 
Um, I, I'm picking myself. I, I'm starting Isabella. He's only projected five. I think he probably puts up a big week, though. Um, he's due. So they missed him on a couple of big shot plays. So another game I don't think we're going to have to spend that much time on. And I know we talked about one of their rosters a lot earlier. We got Brack attack taking on team M. Lapia four. I'm taking Brack. Um, I just think he has a way deeper and more complete starting lineup than uh, than Mikey does at the moment. Agreed. Here's a with confidence pick. Sprack yeah. attack. This is what I'm saying. Panic button, panic button. Six and five will look good on him this week. For sure. No, for sure. I'm just saying I'm I'm not hitting it. I just I have the case open. I'm sure he's thinking about <laughs> it a little bit. He's just the thought the thought has crossed my mind if I'm him. I could be wrong and he's probably gonna text me like, hey man, like, no, I'm not worried at all. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Now, up next we got Luke versus Kyle. This is a sneaky. Very important game for both these teams, I think, in terms of the playoff hunt. You got Luke at five and five, Kyle at four and six. Um, Kyle is not out of it yet. I mean, if he can catch Aaron, if he can catch Cass, I mean, he's got him in the points four. I know he's been worried about his quarterback play. And if you ask him, that's why he's lost two games, is because he's gotten a combined like 14 points over the last two weeks from just Sean and Baker. Hmm. So. I think he's a couple – he's a break here or two away from having a much different season. Now, when you're looking at this matchup, I am uh, – I'm taking Luke. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you just did what I did in the pot. I yeah. talk about the team. I like the team. Oh, I'm picking the other guy. Yeah, no. I, Kyle, I'm sorry. I, again, go back, listen to the last section. I'm in on Tyree Kill this week. I'm in on Mahomes. Adams, 22, I – don't think I've ever really felt more confident right now in a wide receiver putting up 22 points. Then Devontae Adams, it's locked yeah. on start. And yeah, you no, know, his just, team looks good this week. He does. It, it really does. And I mean, if Jonathan Taylor is going to be your worst starter, you're in pretty good shape. Um, right. So I think we're both on the same page there with Luke, right? Yeah. Looking at not right. looking at the last game. Yeah. So we got uh, the fight in Kush Gordon's. Taking <laughs> on Team Deuce. Dude, so I might do it. I might switch my pick on air. I just looked at the game again. Ooh. Look at look at his bench. If Duke Johnson plays again, okay, now we could we could safely bench Boston Scott. He's, he's not also got him. he's also got Gurley too. And he's got Cooper Cup on the bench. He's got some guys on the bench. He could really put together a full team this week. Yeah, I'm actually changing my pick as well. I didn't even think to go that far. The fighting Kush That's Gordon's, on me. Listen, I get it. It's Lamar week. We know it. We're calling it this week. It's Lamar week, but Sutton Is that going to be the title of the podcast? It's Lamar, Lamar week. week. It feels yeah. like it is. It's not going to be, but it feels like it is. I am actually calling an upset here. Mike Dusler. Yeah. Welcome I, to the show. Get a win. You talked me into it. Um, so yeah, I'm also switching my pick. Mike, I'm with you, buddy. I think you're pulling this one out. I do think it's time though to bench Boston Scott. He's not playing against the Giants, so yes, it not the time. good week to start him. But nope. Nope. All right. So anything else you want to hit on here for the uh dynasty league? No, that's good. That's good for me. I think we had a, a fun week. Trades. We really covered a lot of juicy yeah. content here. Save your breath. Keep your ears open. One more segment, and we'll get you, we'll get you through the week. What the hell's going on out here? All righty, welcome back. We ride through segment three, the churn, the butter association, our flagship league. 
welcome back. Let's finish this off. How are you? DeAndre, for anyone who did not listen to the first first segment of this episode, <laughs> I came to the realization that I lost to Waylon this week because of the Hopkins helmet. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. I don't ever want to hear Waylon bitching and moaning about the Seahawks Packers Hail Mary from five years ago, six years ago. He okay. can never, he can never complain about that again. So Waylon karma, it got you back. The fantasy gods will smile down on you. Wow. So they, they got you back. Did you just bewitch him? Was that a bewitch? I, I, I was not saying it for any reason other than, Hey man, I don't ever, cause he brings it up. I feel like a decent amount. Okay. Like, I feel like at least once a year, right? Am I am I bugging that he... Dude, I still bring up Ty Montgomery and I Mike Boone. Do. I know you do. Well, I could be chasing chasing a lot of titles in this league, but I'm a only lot at of ghost. A lot yep. of ghosts. All right. But... Let's finish her off. Scoreboard recap. Lightning round. Commissioner D. Fran, 120 over Big B and the rest. 85. That gets a 7-3. Commission's back. The Grinders. Big Hail Mary, Hail Murray, eight and two over worst team ever there, five and five. That was 104.94. Bill Cosby sleepers, don't look now. Three game winning streak, 82 over 64. That's D's. We're saying it right now. We've been saying it. Three game Schneid, the weakest link. Hut Hut came in 90. Mahomes bunch, 46. Where are you, dude? I five and five. Team. <laughs> and last game. Sproles tied 95 over Brucey's bunch, 87. Tightened up the race here. That's a recap. Welcome back. Yeah, so turns out Mahomes bunch without Mahomes, not going to be very good. Not good. Not great, Bob. Not at all. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's kind of what you know, though, when you spend your first round pick on him. And he's been fine, but just bleh. Tough week well, for him, but do you want to go through the uh, you want to go through the playoff uh, the standings right now and how we're looking? Big log jam. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this right now. Every single team is in contention for a wild card. I don't know if you see the points for total at the bottom of the standings at ten, but Bill Cosby's sleepers at one thousand and nine points in a future potential four-game winning streak is knocking on the door to get in. I, I'm i going to say this right now. They're not going to finish in last place this year. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. That's, that's a team I really don't want to play, which I feel like we've kind of been, like, tiptoeing around this subject of, hey, Luke could, like, win out and make the playoffs. I know we've, like, kind of mentioned it here, kind of mentioned it there. Um but yeah, that's a team I really want no part of going down the stretch. No, I agree. Team is complete, and oh no, not... I, I play him week thirteen. Oh, oh no. Uh oh. <laughs> oh Are you getting a little shaking in your boots over there? No, I got I got to worry about the Lamar week this week. Oh, dude. I'm, more, I'm more focused on that. I can't wait for Lamar week. I'm so excited. For he's it. due. He's due. He's going to get one. Maybe he'll get good weather and just really be due for like a hundred yards rushing and two touchdowns and two passing touchdowns. That would be amazing. Mainly. Well, not for me in this league, but I'm actually looking up to see what the weather's looking like. It's in Baltimore. 
shower, scattered showers with a high of 56, low of 47. So it's not going to be super cold. 30% chance on rain. So it sounds like it's just kind of going to be like a cold November rain. Mm. Yeah. Record watch. I just did this while we were talking about Lamar week. 1214.4 for Kamish. It's good enough for 121.47 a week. That would be good enough for the number one all-time points record by three points over Bill Cosby sleepers, 2018. I'm excited. I got four there's a weeks. Lot, there's a lot of season left. There's a lot of points to score. You are, you're just looking right past the division, huh? You're just, you're thinking you probably have this locked up, don't you? Well, I mean, at worst, I finished seven and seven. Yeah, if you lose four games in a row, you think you have bigger things to worry about than your points record. I'll take the points record. That's that's history. If what? you lose, if you lose four in a row, I don't think you're going to be averaging 120 the rest of the way. No, and I need to average 121.47. All it takes is one more big week. One more big yeah. week. It starts true yeah. on Thursday football, but I, I'm not really done with this playoff race yet. AFC worst team ever, five and five. Hut hut. Cayman, five and five. Brucey's bunch, five and five. The only team that I don't love here to have a shot. I don't love Marsan's team. I, I don't but think they he's have got more, legs. But he has more points for than everyone else in the division besides you. So that is it. what's gonna ba- that's what's gonna bail him out though. If he can figure this out, if he can weather the storm, if he can get if he can get back on track. Again, there's I don't think there's one team here that's like far and away the worst team. I mean, there's my team, the worst team ever. But, like, besides that, there's no team that's, like, I think it's horrible. Noah and uh, Lapia are asking for a roasting with their points for. I mean, Noah's averaging 82 points but he per wins. game. But he's that winning. would be good. Just a quick math. No, it's not even, it's not even a record low. You have to score under 1,200 points to, to hit the record board for points scored in this league. Nobody's having a record bad season right now, so you are no. right about that. Okay, let's do this. No trades. Let's get into what the is, games. Do you want to discuss trade deadline just to let everyone know as a reminder when it is? November 28th, like it was last year. It's the last possible date on Yahoo. So November 28th is that Saturday after Thanksgiving. So next, not this upcoming Saturday, but next Saturday. So Hmm. that is the last day for trades. All right. Now let's do it this way. We'll go through the game, their record, and their path to the playoffs. And then we'll be done. All right. Game one, Kamish Defran, seven and three at Marsan, four and six. They got. It's Kyler versus Russ, Thursday football. This is kind of electric, this game here. Then he goes Antonio Brown, Fulgham, James Conner, DJ Dallas, who we would assume you slot in Zeke, Gronk, Justin Jefferson, Blankenship, Tampa Bay. Now, if Carson is out, like you were saying in the other league, do you still bench DJ? Yeah, for Zeke, yes. Okay. Who are they against Minnesota? The Bears suck. I don't know. I think it is. Maybe he does, though. Maybe he does bench Zeke. Like, I don't know. I think Andy Dalton, 4 o'clock game. 
I don't know. I, I don't I think you probably have to put him back in. But we'll see. Yeah, I do think this game is pretty much going to be decided, could potentially just be decided Thursday night. Like if one of these guys just blows up and the other one doesn't. Like let's just say Kyler goes for 30 and Russ goes for 10, like he's kind of been doing these last few weeks. I mean, okay, look, you said Russ has been struggling lately. He has one game under 20, 24 points. And it was last week when he put up 10. And I know he looked bad, but. The other week, and I'm not talking about points because points are great. We'll take points. Oh, yeah. No. He put up 26. He put 26 points up in Buffalo and he had four turnovers. Agreed. No, I get it. I'm just saying this is a fantasy podcast. This isn't a real football podcast. I get it. I get it. 26. Look, I. I think Russ, I think this whole thing is being maybe a little bit overblown. I think <laughs> that it's an, yeah. I think <laughs> it's a juicy me. matchup. I I think they'll be fine. Um, I think it's gonna be a fun game though for you too. Um, this is definitely I would say probably actually I don't know. Is this the game of the week this week? Maybe not. We'll see. We'll pick that at the end. Because yeah, I'm not we'll ready to that. declare. But hey, I'm I really happy to have right. Nick Chubb. I'm really happy happy to have Nick Chubb. Ugh. you cut me you cut right into me like almost like a knife and you twisted it now my words are jumbled nick chubb i'm really happy to have you back thank you very much he's very good he's fun to watch and i picked me by the way yeah um i'm going along with that i'm picking you as well now if marcin loses this week is he done is he is he out in your eyes or no because i no because of I think seven and seven could get there, but if he gets to four and seven, his path to the playoffs becomes he the has most to win. Yeah. 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 And if he wins, which he very much well could win five and six, you're right back in the game. You could, you still, you're still looking at maybe eight and six. If you go, if you went out eight and six is guaranteed to get you into the playoffs this year. Yeah. And I mean, so what he's running into right now is, so I'm looking through, and what's going to benefit him potentially are these five and five teams that are playing against each other. So like we have Mikey playing up against Dan who they're both five and five. And then we have myself versus Noah. We're both five and five. So potentially there's going to be two extra teams that are five and six, which he will likely have more points for than if he wins this week, I would assume. So, cause I mean, he's up by 40 on me. Um, how does he compare to big B big B actually has him in points. Tough schedule for him. He goes to Grinders next. Again, that he gets the Grinders. Then he gets Hut Hut, Gaiman, then Brucey's bunch. So two and two. Can he get to? Can he get there? Eh. I think six and eight is his best scenario. Next, you think six and eight is his best? I could see. Uh, I don't know. I. I think it honestly comes down to Zeke. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, like you said. We'll see. All right. Next, it's Lamar week. Brucey's bunch ferociously defending his chance to get back into the playoffs with nothing, no points, but he's winning. He's five and five. He's seeing you. You're five and five. Taking a look at your schedules. Going to go down here. Worst team ever. You go Noah, me, Luke, Cayman. Noah goes you. Cayman, Lapia. He goes, you, Lapia, me, Marsan. It's going to be some fun. Week 14 is going to be fun. Like looking through, I mean, there's there's no real pushover on anyone's schedule, I think, rests away. 
No, because you're in a, a position where you could go two and two, or you could go three and one, or you could go one and three if you I lose this week. Yeah, no, I don't feel great about any of my – I think this is a must-win game for my team this week. Agreed. This is a playoff game. Yeah. I huh, – surprise, surprise. You're not going to like this one. I picked Noah with Lamar Jackson week coming into town. And week. he's got somebody on the bench that I like, Julio. Get the stretch on the road. Oh, oh he's got Julio on the bench? Yep, he's got Julio on the bench. Um, oh. I, You're not out if you lose, but you're certainly in a better position if you win. This is one of those games where he wins because he wins when he wins. I think we get Brucey's bunch. Six and five, I welcome it. You know, being a front runner for the playoffs, I welcome it. Yeah, I don't know how I completely missed Julio on his bench. Um, that's tough. I, I think he does win this week, though. I'm picking him. Wow. Next. I, I'm not even going to let you re-react to that. That was a good reaction. Let's go. Bill Cosby sleepers, three and seven. Sproles tied, four and six. Low tied this week. He's bringing in Winston. Winston could either boom or he could just be the biggest floppy flounder that you've ever seen. No Josh Allen, no Diggs, no McCaffrey again. Luke's team getting hot at the right time. Let's take a look at his schedule. I, I think, and, and I know you might be on the same page as me. I think this is a game that he could win. Agreed. He goes TC to Big B. Oh, my God. To you, to Grinders. He has a gauntlet. Of a schedule, can he get to seven seven? Yes or no? Give me the answer. Yes, I think so. Wow, I think it's going to be tough. I'll take a. We'll take a look at week twelve and week twelve. Think Big B is going to. We'll put an asterisk on that one. I think it's going to be a toughest match for him. Think this is his easiest match of the last four. There's a scenario where he could go and win out go seven and seven and just throw a wrench into the playoff race. Now on the other side of things, Sproul's side is going Luke Mahomes bunch grinders, then big B Mahomes bunch. When he's got Mahomes, it's a gauntlet of a schedule for him too. He's going to have to ride through grinders and big B just like Luke. I think Luke's got the better chance to go seven and seven here. Yeah, I think he does as well. I I don't know why. I just, I got a gut feeling right now. And in fantasy, you always got to trust your gut. Um, yes, you do. You've learned that lesson. Uh, yeah, we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> All right. I'm picking Luke. Who do you got? Yeah, I'm picking Luke as well. All right. Next, Grinders. Nat, Mahomes bunch. Tyreek, Mahomes. Can you smell? Can you smell what we're cooking over here? I'm sniffing out a little bit of an upset in the soup. What are you thinking? I have to disagree. All right. Well, tell me. I am picking the grinders. Okay. He just wins, dude. He won last week on a freaking Hail Mary. He just wins. Who's he's he gonna playing get a defense, defense this there. week? And who's he dropping? We'll see. We'll see. He, he's probably, got some time. Probably Justin Jackson. Yeah. I think it's Mahomes week. This is a week where Mahomes could throw five touchdowns in the first half. Tyree could catch two yep. of them, and that's all you need. I don't need to look through the rest of his team. I don't care that he's got Balaj in the flex. 
Now, if that happens, we know Waylon's a playoff team this year. Given all, all the scenarios, he's mathematically most likely to make the playoffs. Now, let's take a look at the schedule for the Mahomes bunch. Grinders, Sproles side, Big B, Kamish, Gauntlet, schedule. But I think he could win his next two and get to six and six and get right back into the race. It's going to be on the back of Mahomes and Tyreek, and I think that's the only way, which is crazy that it's a non-PPR league where we see all these teams that are dependent on a quarterback and receiver stack. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not – I just don't buy into teams that are built like that, okay. which we might hear a little bit differently as we talk about some teams a little bit later. I just don't think that he has a good enough team to kind of get over the hump um and make that push i could be wrong and i probably will be and he's gonna hold it against me um but we'll see i just i, I don't think he has the firepower to make that run i mean logan thomas caitlin balage yuck um duke johnson i mean if david johnson wasn't concussed he'd be starting melvin gordon which like uh, i don't know i just don't love his team i think he needs a couple more pieces which I mean, he's got a couple – he's got about a week and a half left to maybe make some moves and make some trades, but we'll see. When you're picking guys up off the bench, off free agency and in, in week, what, 10 to be your running backs, like Balaj and Duke Johnson, I don't think you're in the best spot. All right. Good take. Ready to go? Yep. Last game. Hood, hood. Came in. Five and five. At Big B and the rest. Five and five. Taking a look at my pick here. Yep, just reconfirming what I already know. Big storyline here. What does Rodgers and Adams do on the road at the Colts? You seem to think that this might be a week where the duo is a little off keel. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I just think the Colts defense is legit. Um, I mean, they're going to get theirs. I just don't know if he's going to get that same level of blow up that he's been getting the last few weeks. I think you might just get like average games from them, which are still like really, really good. Um, I just don't, I don't know. I don't see there being that huge blow up. I could be wrong though, because I mean, they're just that freaking good. Both of them. Um, but it's a yeah. shame. Seek for Godwin on the bench. Lapia. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean, I'm still picking big B. Like I'm not yeah. picking Lapia to upset him. I think that he has a more complete lineup. I mean, you got Robinson and Sanders right now. I mean, that's a great one-two combo. Um, AJ Brown, very, very solid as your number two when you got guys like Adams, Robinson, Sanders. Um, Jacoby, I, I don't love his flex. I think he could use an upgrade there, but the team right now is in pretty good shape. And I mean, Miami's defense just keeps putting up numbers. Like every week, you were right. I was wrong. <laughs> All right. Lapia, he goes Big B, Brucey's bunch, Marsan, then he goes to you. It's five and five. Even with a loss this week, I think he can get to seven seven. This is where this playoff race is getting really dicey. I have Dan this week. I think Rogers and Devontae Adams will reign supreme as they have. Lapia's team is great in a PPR setting. This is standard. His backs aren't that great because of a couple of different scenarios. And I think he is going to get edged out. Now 
Big B, I think, is, uh, and that's Dan. Obviously, we're calling him Big B because of the team name. That's your strongest five and five team because of Rogers Adams, and he has a couple mm-hmm. running backs to pair. He goes to you, to Luke, to Dana, to TC. I think this is our, our maybe our best shot to get Wait. three. No, I don't think that was Big B's schedule. I think you're looking at someone else's. He has, um, Dan has Hut Hut came in. Bill Cosby sleepers, my homies bunch and scrolls tied. Yeah, I said I go. He goes from Lapia to Luke to Dana to TC. Oh, my bad. I missed you. I thought you said you, not Luke. So I'm happy to me. not that's, be playing him. That's my neck. No, that's my neck. Um, so yeah, I think you can get to eight and six here. Yeah. Yeah, I. That's another team again. I don't like and like. No, it's not that I don't like. I just I don't want to play them. I don't want to see. I mean, yeah. they did me dirty this two weeks ago with the Adams Rogers stack against the Niners. The Adams family. There yeah. we go. Uh, in there. Singers. I think every single team, though, I, I see a path for every team in the league to be making like this big push towards the playoff. And I mean, every team has a player who I really don't want to see. Cause even if I, I know I kind of shit on Dana's team a little bit, he still has Mahomes and he still has Tyreek, which are two guys I never want to play individually, let alone together. The bye is gone. So they're good to go. Yeah. From here on out. They are rolling. I'm locking in Big B. That's the picks for, for the week and the butter. I'm really excited to just watch playoff races and unfold in 11 different places. A lot of football left. A lot of football. Any any thoughts before we, we, we ship off here? Yep. Um, just give us a follow on Twitter, at the churn FF, for the podcast Twitter account. Um and then you can follow myself if you don't already at Connor Bods. And then you can follow Joe at JDFran14 on Twitter. I appreciate that. Oh, and we're going to be taking the week off next week. Yeah. Spend some time with your families. It's been a rough year. Remember what you're thankful for. Turkey, sides, gravy, stuffing, three football games on Thursday. We're going to be taking a week off. Well-deserved mental health week for us. And then we'll be back in two weeks. We will submit picks and maybe do some more tweet and a writing um, next week. Yes, sir. All right. And that's the end of the churn. You know what time it is. You set your lineups, leagues. Mm-hmm.